Hello and welcome to Let It Be, a podcast about less doing and more being. This is episode 28. Every so often, we like to take a little break from our signature brand of navel gazing, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty, which I think is pretty cool, um, and 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 do a little bit more of a getting to know you kind of episode for our listeners. Um, so today, we thought we'd talk about what we do for downtime, um, especially as I reckon downtime is pretty key to this whole premise, yeah, the whole premise of the podcast, which is being more and doing less. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brooke, where, when, and how do you get downtime in your very busy life? Oh, I love downtime. Um, downtime just last weekend. Yeah, exactly. You I, didn't camp, though. Tell me you didn't camp. We camped. <laughs> On a very cold mountain? Did you camp? We were, in a, we were in a camper van. But we okay, right. Um, okay. It was friggin' freezing it was unbelievably cold we woke up in our van so we were going to camp in a tent we were quite yes. so, uh, we, we just threw it out there on facebook hey guys yeah we went to jindabyne in the snowy mountains in winter uh, and camped <laughs> like crazy people we this were going to does in her downtime <laughs> exactly. yes extreme camping i'm a neglectful parent <laughs> that takes her children to the alpine region in winter and makes them sleep outside <laughs> basically uh it was so cold and um yeah we were going to sleep in a tent but uh our son's been sick he's had a cough and he was completely recovered but he still had a cough and i'm like no let's see if we can get a a camper van at the last minute and we did and i don't think it made much difference because we woke up uh, (laughs) on the second morning and the inside the inside walls of the camper van were covered in ice Like we had clothes laid out for the next morning and stuff. They were stuck to the wall of the camper van. Oh, my God. It was so cold. So all that to say, I do love camping in my downtime. It's one of my favorite things to do. Just getting away. Like I, I kind of felt like we were cheating being in a camper van, even though, uh, you know, it was it was still kind of quite – uh, <laughs> rustic and exposed. Um, and yeah, and I think a few things. I protect my downtime quite fiercely. Yeah. And exactly. uh, it's something that has pro- probably shrunk over the years as, you know, the kids get older and uh, they both do one like outside of school activity a week. Uh, so that kind of takes up a couple of hours on our Saturday mornings, whereas yep. before they did anything like that, our weekends were pretty much our own. Um, and they're both at school now, so birthday parties and that kind of stuff start to, to come into play. But I do still protect our downtime quite, uh, you know, quite fiercely. Usually Ben and I will have some form of downtime most evenings. Like I try not to work in the nighttime, mostly because my brain is fried anyway. (laughs) So we'll probably have an hour or something like that of of chill time. And then weekends between one and one and a half full days of of time where we kind of try and and either do something or do nothing, both of which I quite enjoy (laughs) as ways to spend my downtime. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think during the week, downtime consists mostly for me of either reading, uh, taking a bath, like sitting down, listening to some music and having like a, a glass of wine with Ben and having like just a chat mm-hmm. and or watching 
something really good on Netflix usually. And then weekends, it's a, a whole other different killer fish because it's kind of, it's different. When it's family downtime, I feel like it's, it's just, it's, it's different. You know, the kids, they enjoy the idea of doing nothing for a little while, but they also love doing things. So, yeah. You know, they got to get out. The kids have to be run. They oh, do. My kids have to be no, run. No, they do. Yeah. <laughs> the same. So most weekends we'll do something. We'll either go for a bushwalk or, you know, take them for a bike ride or we've started rock climbing all four yeah, of us, right. which is really oh. fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it like heaps to the point where Ben and I go without the kids. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, yeah, and I think that to me is downtime too. It's just it's active, yeah. but it's it's absolutely downtime because I'm not connected. I'm not working. I'm not thinking about work. I'm, you know, I'm I'm yeah, in family downtime mode. What about you? Yeah, I laugh um, that you're going for a bushwalk because last year, like I, on a Saturday morning, I was like, oh, like we should go for a bushwalk as a family. So I got like, you know, the kids and Anne and we were all excited about this adventure and then Mia about like literally one minute into it, she like just took off running, tripped, like smack, hit the ground so hard. So then she was crying. So then I had to carry her and then Jaden about like, one minute after that, he was like, my legs are tired. <laughs> so then Ant ended up carrying him and it was just not what I envisioned. I'll, you know, I'll get out in the bush and go for a bushwalk thing was going to be. So I've decided that that will have to wait maybe a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like you, like we, I, I protect our afternoons. So we currently don't have any afternoon things purely because – Jaden's doing Oz Kick, so that's a a, Saturday, a Sunday morning thing. Um, but yeah, our afternoons are free from any kind of commitments, which I think's really important for now. I mean, I know that's not re- a reality for the future, but as long as we can make it a reality, we will. Um, we we don't go out. We don't you know go out for dinner or go to family dinners or anything during the week, like on weeknights. And I've, I've long been like that. Um, and then on certainly weekends are something we protect exactly the same as you guys. We just protect those very hard. So we we don't commit to say more than one thing if we can on the weekend. I think like we had a weekend a couple, a few, I think a month ago where we had something like Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. And I was just a blithering mess. <laughs> By the end of that because what I've noticed so we have this little um routine on the weekends like so happily Mia our three-year-old she still does a sleep which is just magical <laughs> um, so we run them we, we, we always go out in the morning and that's why we quite like Auskick because Jaden plays Auskick but Mia jumps right in there with them and runs up to the park or runs across the oval when we can't find her um so she runs hard during that you know, that hour and a half and then and or we go out on, on Saturday morning and then when we come home, um, Ant goes off to the office and Jaden goes with him and then I have like this, when Mia goes to sleep, I have this kind of two, three-hour period of time where I'm just alone mm. other than Mia being in her bed and I notice that the weekends where I don't get that, I'm just uh, – I'm not the I'm not the right I'm not the same person as when I do and I'm not as good a person as when I do so I really crucially need this it's not just downtime but it's a kind of alone time as well um, and that's my hardcore introversion coming out and I I 
would be speaking to all the other hardcore introverts out there who probably feel really discombobulated but they don't really know why mm. and I'd suspect that that's why. And, I mean, it's not a reality for most people. Like certainly when Mia starts doing her sleep, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. might have to start going for two-hour runs or something in the morning. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've known because I get up early every morning so I get a good two to three hours by myself each morning where I write and do exercise and just don't have to talk to anybody and that's lovely and I get that literally every day and that's really important to set up my day but I certainly notice I do also need that extra alone time beyond that. Yeah. So it's like my downtime is a bit more extreme because I need to not just be relaxing with my family, which I love doing, but also need to get away from them. No, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I've written a note here to say like downtime is one thing, but then my downtime is a yeah. long time. Like I, I genuinely get to a point where I'll say to Ben on occasion, like I'm, I'm just all peopled out. I'm done. I'm talked yeah. out. I'm touched out. I just need alone time to recharge. And it took me a long time to feel, and I still struggle sometimes, particularly if we've been busy, to feel okay in saying that. But yeah. I know for a fact that I am, like, I'm a better wife, I'm a better person, I'm a better mum, I'm a better everything if I get that time to to recharge. And it doesn't need to be, um, like, days and days. Like, I don't need to go on a retreat or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. But I do need that time where I'm just alone. And, yeah, I, I don't know. And it, it's... I think it's it's something that a lot of people, as you said, like I think us saying this, like we do it and like we've done it enough now that we just know it's a vital part of recharging and being better people. But I I bet there's any number of people listening right now going, oh, I just never, ever get that time and Mm -hmm. I can't see how I can make that a reality for me. Yeah. And that's the thing that I struggle with when people say that to me. I mean, if they work outside the home, they work long hours or single parents or they're shift workers or fly-in, fly-out workers and they just genuinely don't have the opportunity for that. I mean, it's like it's really difficult and my circumstances are are quite different to that. So I am able to say to Ben on occasion, like, I just need – a couple of hours or you know if he takes his kids down take the kids down to see his parents and I stay at home and yeah just potter around or you know hang out oh, in the garden how, and is know. that the best thing ever when you're it. just left at home alone at a time like say I think a few weeks ago um I had to get something done so Ant and his dad took the kids off to Auskick so then I had like two hours yeah. at home that I don't normally have and I just potted yeah around the house and it was like, you know, so I was kind of doing housework and chores and stuff but I was moving slowly and I was just pottering and, again, nobody was talking to me. I think I was listening to a podcast and I just, it was so divine. Like it was, you know, it wasn't sitting on a tropical island with a coconut, you know. It was, I was literally pottering around the house cleaning and doing chores and stuff. But it just felt so amazing. Yeah. I think it's part, for me, it's the silence factor and the, uh, you know, it's <laughs> people are going, so cleaning your bathroom is downtime. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if the circumstances are right and I can listen to music or a podcast or whatever and, um, you know, just, just do it without interruption. I think for me, it's almost like I, if I can let my thoughts run without interruption. Yeah. I think that's the the thing that I find almost endlessly exhausting is 
constant interruption to my thinking. Yeah. You know, and that happens when there's people around or if you're like even when I'm working at home uh, and an email pings in or I get a text message or a notification or something like that, that to me is exhausting and it depletes me over time. So to be able to just be with my thoughts and those thoughts might be about work. They might be about family. Like it's not about switching off and pretending none of that exists necessarily, but it's just space, you know, and I think yeah. for me that's a, a, a big part of it. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm similar to you. I don't get up as early as I used to, but I do still get up before everyone else. And that that time in the mornings is super important to it's me magical. as well. magical. It really <laughs> so is. Nice. And the days that I don't get it either, because my kids are quite uh, early risers, if I don't get it, like if I, if I wake up and Toby gets up basically at the same time as me, like it's fine, it's life, it's whatever, but I feel – I feel that all day. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a, a recharging kind of thing. But going back to what people can do, if they genuinely do not have that opportunity, I mean, I feel really uh, – one of the suggestions that I would always have is look at how you're spending your time. And in some instances, people will be going, yep, I'm spending my time at work and with my family and going to bed, you know, and there yeah. is no other time. So either do I sleep less? Do I get up early? Do I start – you know, I don't know, ignoring my kids and going and having a bath. There's, yeah. There's no- and that's the hard thing, is it? Because it, a lot of the time, if we are taking downtime, we feel like we're stealing from our family, yes. right? Yeah. And I think that is the hardest, hardest thing to combat is that feeling of stealing. Yeah. Um, I think, it, yeah. And it's, re- it's really tough, particularly in the beginning, I think, to start to to make yourself feel okay about having downtime, particularly if the kind of downtime that you need or that you really like, kind of crave is alone time, it's really difficult to make that shift and say it's not actually selfish to want half an hour alone or, you know, you yeah. know even just 15 minutes in the morning to sit on the lounge and drink a cup of tea, uh, you know, but it's it's making that shift to saying this is kind of – this is filling me up and <laughs> for want of a better like – you know, analogy, it's like filling your cup. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and- not a luxury. And I think this is a thing a lot. Most people go, it's a luxury. It's indulgent. So it's something I'll do if and when I have time. And my thing on it is it's not a luxury. It's an, es- it's an essential part of being who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, if you never have that time, and I mean, like I made a few notes here, like say, Sometimes on Friday evenings, like once everyone's like I'll make dinner and then we'll eat dinner and then I go, mum's clocking off now. Like I literally say, I'm off the clock now, guys, and I go and lie down on the couch and I kind of create this little cone of silence for myself. (laughs) Um, So I go, like I go on my phone and like I just make it and I do every Friday and I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast or I might have mentioned it in someone else's podcast that The things that we do every week or every day, our family is much more accepting of those things um, and our brains are also much more accepting of those things than the things we try to do every so often. Mm. So if we just say to ourselves, look, you know, every so often I'll go do a yoga class or, you know, when I have a chance I'll go for a walk in the evening once, you know, once everyone's had dinner, like 
they're the things where your kids are going to be holding onto your leg as you're trying to leave the house going, why? Why do you have to go, mum? <laughs> Which just so makes true. you feel so awesome when you then actually leave. Like, you know, how, do you, how are you going to enjoy what you're doing? If you've just had to leave. Guilt riddled. Yeah, like uh, you can't. So I, I have found that if you just make something like every single Thursday or every single morning I do this. Like say my kids, like Jaden tends to be an early riser, um, he knows that he can come out in the morning whatever time he wakes up he entertains himself like I'm not going to be playing with him I'm not going to be having long conversations with him he comes in he gives me a kiss when he wakes up and then he goes in the living room and does whatever he wants to do um and he just knows that this is like the every morning thing and then at seven o'clock it's like right let's go let's do this uh morning kind of routine so that's kind of like my big tip for the people that are like where do I find the time like I I just feel like you have to find the time and then you make it a non-negotiable regular kind of thing because mm. as soon as you start making it negotiable, like who's a better negotiator than your kids? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I, I I've not come across better negotiators. Like these, these guys should be like buying houses for us. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it, it'll happen one day. Mm. Like they, oh, they're just... And and but it, you know it's such a truism. Um, I, I, yeah, I can't deal with it sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I do strongly feel like so. I get around. I get around the whole stealing from my family thing by by using my morning hours mm. as my like my kind of pre pre day downtime. But then I also like stick to that rule of you know every single week I do this thing. So it's like I said. So every single Friday. I clock off after dinner yeah. and, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like mummy's on the couch relaxing so she's not going to come and play on the computer with you. She's not going to play on the iPad with you. She's not going outside to kick a ball around. This is her time kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah. Do you guys watch TV much? Um, not a lot. We watch footy because <laughs> we love the footy and um, – so Ant and I, so one thing I'm quite proud of because it's something that took us a long time to achieve is that we were frequently getting back on the computer after dinner once the kids went to bed. Yep. And last year we worked really hard to stop doing that. So we were taping, this is like last year when both our footy teams were on top of the ladder. <laughs> so it was a really good year. We were both pretty happy. So we taped the like the weekly, the nightly footy show every night and then we would watch it once the kids went to bed. So we kind of like had this. TV time like every night um, and it was time for for us together and then um, then once the footy season finished then we got into House of Cards but we finished watching House of Cards now. Neither of our footy teams are going really well this season. <laughs> um, unlike Brooks, which is going really well. Um, so neither of our footy teams are going well so we don't really want to watch the footy show to hear about how badly our teams are going. But we haven't we haven't found our next Netflix show yet, so we don't have our show. So, but what shall we watch? Oh, what okay. shall we go on to next? Have you watched Bloodline? No, it's really good. I'd suggest Bloodline. Okay, is that can be Netflix. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, um, yeah, I feel like you do need to have that show that you but that you both like. Yes. Because then it, it it's like forces you to yeah have that precious time. Because that's the thing. Like I will say, um, Ant and I don't get a lot of time just us we are we go to bed quite early we go to bed about 
Um, so that, you guys are the same as us. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're around each other a lot. We work together. We see each other a lot. But we always tend to be around each other with the kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, having that, I, I know it's a big difference for us, having that, just that time to just, this was our thing that we did every night last year. It was really nice to have. And we haven't had that this year since we finished House of Cards. So, yeah, Bloodline, Bloodline it is. Yeah, I am. Ben and I are, are quite similar. You know, we usually have something on the go uh, on Netflix, and like probably three nights out of out yeah. of the week, uh, we'll sit down and watch something together, and we'll either have a cup of tea or a glass of wine or a beer or whatever, and just hang. Like it's it's literally just for an hour, but it just feels yeah. like nice together time that we're doing something that we enjoy, and like we don't watch commercial TV anymore, which is another thing that I really enjoy and something that I wanted to mention. It's like, I think you can get the most bang out of limited downtime when you're doing something that you enjoy. Like there's a difference between sort of just vegging out and and kind of mindlessly scrolling through horrible TV or not really watching anything and kind of flicking channels and, you know, um, and, and not really being engaged with anything. And then I think sitting down to watch a movie that you want to watch or a TV show that you both really enjoy is a completely different thing. And to me, I think that that's a, um, like that's an important part of it. It's sort of, yeah. we, we don't get to go out for dinner together very often or anything like that. It's, rare that we would go and just watch a movie the two of us so to do that kind of feels like a, a special sort of time for us um yeah at the moment we're watching bloodline <laughs> okay all right yeah. oh wait, i'm gonna watch it then this is the only problem with like all these netflix shows is that like no one's ever at the same spot in the show as you so you yes. kind of like go to them and go oh oh wait where are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you been up have you seen uh, have you uh, seen this bit yet because yeah. I need to talk to someone about it but but it's because you can talk to each other about it and yeah I definitely I really really feel that that is so important that that time with your partner is so hard to come by when you have young kids not even fine like going out to dinner like we will do it every so often but it'll be kind of like it feels pressured when you yeah, go out okay. to dinner because it kind of feels a little bit pressured to like, oh, we need to, we don't do this very often. We need to make the most of this or do something really interesting or have a really interesting conversation or, you know, and yeah. then we end up talking about work. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that actually because Ben and I, like we're only six months into working together and not everything that we do, each of us is together, which I think helps. Um, yeah. But we found ourselves for the last couple of months, just every conversation came back to work, which is not yeah. help, like it's not helpful to be able to, to be doing that all the time. I think like, there's a time, there's a place and it's it's going to happen occasionally. But I think we realized that for us, it was important to get that out of the way. Maybe give yourself 10 minutes to yes. have the work conversation, have the kid conversation and then talk to each other as people <laughs> again, yeah. you know, and we've, we've been doing that. We're starting to to do more stuff together, um, which is really nice. I mean, and part of that is just the kids being the ages that they are. They're five yeah. and seven, so they're not as, you know, as reliant on us and we're going out for dinner and we're going to a, like a comedy show next month and we're taking a weekend away. Uh, and those kind of things are really important when you can get them. Um, and I think it's important to kind of – jostle things around so that you do get that downtime together but if all that looks like is just hanging out on the lounge and watching something that makes you think or laugh or whatever or sitting down listening to music for an hour on a Sunday afternoon which is something we like to do yeah 
like I think that's just as important. You know, you don't need to to make it a, a you a know, production or exactly. a, and I yeah. think I think that it's a real trap that we can fall into when we've got kids is is trying to make the most or make something really special, and that I usually find that's when things go really pear shaped because <laughs> um, um, our last episode we talked about expectations. I feel like if we put these big expectations on these special things that we're going to do. They never ever live up to them, and <laughs> then the New Year's Eve curse. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> New Year's Eve so always totally. sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just another night. Who cares? Oh, you know? Yeah, growing up, like in my twenties, I'm like New Year's Eve's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. And it was just is. like it was always kind of a bit of a fizzer um, yeah. because you had these expectations. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, New yeah, poor old New Year's Eve. Always set up, always set up to disappoint people. But yeah, I yeah, I think. I really pride myself on the amount of downtime that we get. Um, it's all about that creation of space in life to just, I, f- I call it like that meandering time as well. I find mm. any time in the day where you get to just move a bit more slowly um, and you're not kind of like, all right, I've got to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to like, I f- feel like having those little mini downtime moments in the day is very helpful as well. Like they're yeah. my white space moments. And I think the, the flip side of that is that you do need to be organized enough to yeah. give yourself that space. Like, you know, the example that I would use, I try and do my housework during the week so that on the weekends yes. it's minimal, if anything. Like gardening, fine, because that's just enjoyable anyway. But, uh, you know, for me, but, yeah. um, you know, in terms of housework, cleaning the bathrooms, vacuuming, mopping, whatever, if I can get those things done during the week and if I have to just push a little bit more during the week or be that little bit more tightly, you know, tightly organized, that's worth it for me because it, it opens up time on the weekend that otherwise I would be spending cleaning and that allows us to have that, you know, a slightly more expanded downtime. So I think that's that's also a side of it that's important to note. Like downtime doesn't, yeah. doesn't just come out of nowhere. It sort of comes out of being organized enough to to open up that space and then also being flexible enough to go, well, not everything's perfect and I didn't actually mop the floor (laughs) this week, but that's okay because this is our downtime anyway. So it's sort of this, this tension between being organized and, and, and letting go as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, the other thing that we all have to remember is it's no one's going to gift us downtime. Like we'd love like someone to come along and go, Hey, look at you looking like you need a bit of, a bit of time out. Why don't you go for a walk for an hour? Like every so often maybe our husband might do that. But most of the time no one's gifting us downtime. We do have to, like you say, be organised, schedule it into our diaries, make time for it. But, yeah, have that flexibility to kind of go with the flow. That If things don't pan out the way that we think they were, they are, just, just go with it. Exactly. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let It Be. If you want to connect with Kelly or myself, you can find us on social media. Kelly is at Kelly Exeter on Twitter. And on Facebook, if you search for A Life Less Frantic, you will find her there. And on uh, Twitter, I'm at Brooke McCallery. And on Facebook, I'm at Slow Your Home. And uh, if you wanted to either reach out to us on Twitter, you can use hashtag Let It Be Pod. Or uh, head over to letitbe.fm and you can find our show notes and other information about the show. And finally, if you wanted or felt, you know, the desire to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, that would be wonderful. And, um, you know, we we read them all and we appreciate you taking the time to listen and then uh, tell us what you think. 
Hi, Papa.